Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Waka, waka, waka. Welcome to We Watched a Thing. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying something new. What's that? Is that Pac-Man? Yeah, yeah. Waka, 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 waka. Yeah, or Fuzzy Bear. You know, I don't actually remember what noises Fuzzy Bear makes. Actually, neither do I. I said it was Waka Waka, but thinking back, I might be wrong. I think you probably are. If you know what noises Fuzzy Bear makes, write into it and keep it to yourself. (laughs) I was just trying to do something new, all right? I appreciate it. Do you? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) How have you been anyway, mate? Oh, smashing. How about yourself? Mate, I have been top of the world. I'm glad to hear it. Bloody great. Have you been watching things? I have been watching things. I have been- I mean, this is going to sound lame and you might judge me for it, but you judge me for everything anyway. So, what, whatever. I've been really hooked on Outlander. You seen that? I know of it. I yeah, it's seen like it. a historical romance. Yeah. It, yeah. It looked like Highlander, but no Christopher Lambert. Yeah. 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 I've been watching a lot of that. It's good stuff. Uh, got she, through- it's a, so, the main character goes back in time and falls in love with Highlander. Is yeah. that pretty much yeah, it? Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Uh, haven't been watching a lot of movies lately. What about yourself? Um. Yeah. Not a ton of- not a ton of watching, actually. Like, World Cup's been on, so a lot of sports ball watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gotta watch sports ball. But I did, of course, get to new franchise film, Jurassic World Fallen Standards. Did you? I got to that as well. Hey! Oh, maybe we should talk about it. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, all right. So You know, there's a, line, there's a line in the trailer that's not in the film where Ian Malcolm says, this has to end. You he's, feel he's like right. <laughs> the franchise has to end. I, we'll talk about Ian Malcolm in a sec. We'll get to that. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, directed by J.A. Bayona, written by Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly. Stars Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, B.D. Wong, Rafe Spall, Justice Smith, Daniela Pineda, James Cromwell, and Jeff Goldblum. Not really. Would we say starred? <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about it. How was your theatre experience? Yeah, it's pretty good. I went to- a screening, kind of an advanced screening, like the night before yeah. it kind of officially opens, which I don't know. Why are, cinem- why are cinemas even allowed to do that? Like, it doesn't come out till tomorrow, but we're putting it on. I know, but also it's like, is it? does it really count as an advanced screening? It's just a screening. When, and, and it's on it like every cinema does yeah. it the night before. So, it's not- uh, Yeah, anyway, I don't pretty Pretty full cinemas, probably two thirds full. Yeah, right. I saw this kind of on a, on a midweek afternoon, so it was pretty quiet for me. Although- for the first time in like forever, I actually got to the movies pretty much on time, which sucked because it meant that by the time the movie started, I'd finished all my popcorn. So I was really bummed out. Really, hoovered that even started. Yeah. Well, see, because we met up for lunch yesterday, and as you know, I di- I didn't really eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You had kind of an, an array of appetizers. That's right. Yeah. We went to get pork rolls and I was like, yeah, I don't really need a pork roll because I'm going to the movies. So I just got like a, you know, a dim sim and- Some other things. Some other things. <laughs> so yeah, I hoofed down my popcorn and I was really bummed before the movie even started. Huh. So I was already going into this not in a great mood. So can I talk broadly about the Jurassic films before yeah. we get into it? Yeah, I saw you You mentioned that you had been re-watching the last week. Yeah, well, they just, they came on the telly. Um Oh, like, so that was coincidence. You hadn't planned that. Yeah, yeah. They were just on. Really? In that order? One, two, and three, one night after the other? Uh, same night. They just went bang, bang, bang. Wow. That's what movie channels do. So, 
this is a franchise that, in my opinion, just shouldn't exist. Shouldn't be a franchise. This shouldn't be a franchise. Yeah. This is like Terminator. There's, you get a great film and a great sequel, and then they couldn't help themselves. Yeah. Jurassic Park has not even a great sequel. <laughs> 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 That's true. But the first one was such a huge phenomenon. And at least the second one has Michael Crichton attached to it yeah. still. Like, the first one was such a hit that he didn't want to write a sequel. And they said to him, you need to write a second book. And he said, I don't think so. And then they dumped all the money in his house and said, you need to write a second book. And he went, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we are at Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Fallen Standards. So, do you think- Okay, because we spoke about this last week and you said that you were expecting this to be the worst in the franchise. Oh, certainly challenging. I mean, let's jump right there. Is this the worst in the franchise? No, Jurassic Park 3 still has it covered. Really? Yes, but not by a, not by a great deal. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> let's get this out of the way. Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom is not good. No, it's not. It's not. It's really, really not. I said last week, I think, that- I've enjoyed every Jurassic Park movie up to this point, even if I've known they weren't good, and I was fearful that this might be the first. Yeah. I think my fears came true. Because I think we, I think I'm right in saying we were on a similar wavelength for Jurassic World, in that we're like, look, this is not a great film. But it was fun. But there's dinosaurs and stuff, and I'm kind of enjoying it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the nostalgia kick. I enjoyed the action. I was like, you know what? This is this is fun, at least. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get that from Fallen Kingdom. No. So, right, let's. can I just bring up one thing before we really get into the movie proper, too? As you know, I don't watch trailers online anymore, so I've actually only seen one trailer for this film, and I only saw it once. And I feel like I was led to believe we would get more Jeff Goldblum. Is Am I crazy there? I was thinking and hoping that there would be more- Malcolm in this film than there is. I thought he was actually going to be in the- mo- Like, if that makes sense, I thought he was going to be part of the action, like one of the characters. Yeah. Like, they- Genuinely, in terms of the production of this film, Jeff Goldblum would have had to have been on set for two hours. It's like it's like thirty second Goldblum. I'm to be honest, I'm surprised it made the final cut. Yeah, <laughs> the only we get of Goldblum is it, they don't even say that he's Ian Malcolm. For all we know, this could just be Goldblum. Oh, he had he had a nameplate in front of oh, him on did? that table. It said Doctor Malcolm. Yeah, so he's just there as part of the court hearings about whether or not they should save dinosaurs, and he gives a little brief statement like, "What? Yeah, I I was. That's not what I thought we were going to get. Yeah, curse, curse you, trailer. You made me think I was going to get more Goldblum than I did, and for that, I would never forgive you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so Colin Trevorrow, who of course. Wrote and directed Jurassic World? He did, yes. And he's already said that he will be writing the third as well. Oh, good. Um, he, of course, was meant to be doing episode nine of Star Wars until yes. Book of Henry came out and Lucasfilm was like, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has been replaced on this one for in directing duties by J.A. Bayona. Yeah. Um, J.A. Bayona, I feel, could have done- I, Like, did he watch Jurassic Park before making- this film because Jurassic oh, sure Park did. for as big a spectacle as Jurassic Park was, it was one of the genuine event films of our childhood. Oh, yes. For all of the scale and everything of Jurassic Park, it's actually an absolute masterclass of restraint. 
Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, which is what Spielberg has always been good at. Like, you look at Jaws, how many movies these days would have shown you the shark straight up? And I know that there's a whole other story where they're with the shark not working and stuff, but it is still a masterpiece of building tension. And, yeah. Now, let's compare that to Fallen Kingdom, where where (laughs) there is stuff just like- thrown at the screen. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to blame a large majority of that on the screenplay. I think the story for this film is so insanely weak and I think it it's it's really it's really a story and a uh narrative issue for me more than screenwriting as such even. Like I think the dialogue and stuff is fine. It's oh, not man. it's not great. Oh, there's lines in this film where like you know they're coming. Oh, yeah. And all you can do is stand there and let them hit you. Yeah. There's some genuinely horrible- It's not great, but it's not The Room. Like, I have seen- I have seen films that are written far worse. Are you better than the worst script ever? (laughs) Like, I think the dialogue, as cheesy and crap as it can be, it's it's fine. It serves its purpose, but- All right, will you be more generous? The narrative and the storytelling in this story is is terrible. Honestly, like, they haven't- Did anyone with any sort of creative drive- get involved at some point and be like, you haven't come up with anything. Yeah. Like, you haven't had a new idea for yeah. this film. That's and that's not it that's not even my problem with it. I we'll get we'll get to my problems with it in a little bit. Do you have anything else to say on on story and narrative? Uh at the moment, some people might be aware the sequel to World War Z is in kind of pre production purgatory. With Brad Pitt? Yeah, so Brad Pitt's trying to get it made. He's a producer on the film as well. Yeah, right. He's been trying somewhat successfully to get David Fincher to sign on as director. Hello. And Fincher, at this point, has not said no. He's kind of interested, but he's waiting, in his words, and this this won't be an exact quote, but this is the gist of it. He has said he's not going to do it until they have a script which is a reason to make a film, not an excuse to make a film. Yeah. They've gone ahead here with an excuse to make a film. Yep. They were so preoccupied <laughs> with whether they could that they did not stop to think about whether they should. Well, money uh, uh, finds uh, a way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As does crap downhill. Yeah. One of the worst things about this movie for me is that for about 15 minutes there, it really tricked me into thinking it was going to be a far better film. Which 15 minutes were they? All right. So, here's the thing. I do not give a crap about this whole weaponizing of dinosaurs and selling them on the black market. So dumb. That's not- What I come to Jurassic Park for is to see tension. I come to see a group of people trying to outrun dinosaurs, right? So, the whole- The way they get to the island is clunky and terrible and whatever- and then if, it's so obvious as soon as they get there that the guys they're met with are, are bad guys. As soon as they, you know, tranquilize Chris Pratt and he, you know, gets knocked out and stuff, they steal blue. For for about 15 minutes after that happened, I was like, oh, good. We're not going to follow those bad guys. We're not, we're not going to follow blue and care about this whole whatever they're going to do, that's going to happen off screen. And we're going to stay here on the island with our four heroes as they try to- survive dinosaurs, survive lava, and get off the island before it explodes. And that's going to be the movie. The island is the fallen kingdom, and they're trying to get out of it. 
And then about 15 minutes later, Island explodes, they get on the boat and I was like, oh no, that's, I was wrong. That's not what's happening here. And devastatingly, Franklin is still alive. <laughs> not a Franklin fan. Oh man, I was, every time he was in danger, I was like, come on, dinosaur, <laughs> get him. He was such an irrit. <laughs> But did you get the same feeling I did there? Like, did you enjoy those 15 minutes where they're- No. No? No, I couldn't say I enjoyed it. For me, that was the, that was the highlight of this film, was when the, the volcano first started erupting and they were trying to outrun the dinosaurs in the lava. And I thought, yeah, this is, this is cool. This might end up being okay. And then they get on the boat and it's just not okay. That 15 minutes for me was like, Franklin, hurry up and die. Um <laughs> For God's sake, you've put too much stuff on screen. And so, actually, none of it means anything Yeah, when there's, you know, they're running away from stuff. And there's just, there's so much going on. None of it means anything. In particular, that sequence when they're trying to get in the orb type thing. And there is this stampede of, like, a bajillion dinosaurs. And, yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And we've also, let's let's talk actual science for a brief moment here. In the world, currently, there's been a couple of eruptions in the news. Quite sad stuff going on. But we've seen footage of lava moving. Yeah. And so we know, as we did previously, it's just been reinforced, <laughs> that you don't have to touch lava. Oh, yeah. To, like bloody hot. To burst into flames and die. <laughs> yeah. You can't get near that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's right near it. Doesn't you, it even touch his shirt? You can't, as Chris Pratt, be lying a <laughs> foot away from it, dragging yourself away from it in a- like it's it's like the discount version of Leo and the stairs in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Just no, yeah. Just no. Speaking of Franklin, I have a question for you. Since the invention of cinema, how many times do you think a hacker has said, "I'm in" within fifteen seconds of sitting at a computer? <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many hackers? Okay, where X is equal to the amount of hackers in film. And Y is the amount of times that hackers have said I'm in. X is equal to Y. (laughs) That's some good algebra there. (laughs) That's fast math. Is is there like a- So, there's apparently a hard and fast rule that in a Jurassic film, you have to have a kid that you Uh, probably don't care about. Yeah, I think so. Check that off again. Yeah. Yeah. And Okay. This is by far the worst kid. What? Oh is- no, 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 no! I, I, I still think the youngest kid from the last film has the mantle of worst Jurassic kid. At least, at least it wasn't revealed he was a clone. It was that. <laughs> what the hell oh. is going on? This is becoming. It's like, all right, you know. Well, I know that you actually don't know because you haven't seen these films. But Fast and the Furious, right? When Fast and the Furious first started, those first couple of movies, they were just kind of dry action thrillers. And then at some point, somebody at Universal had the genius idea to go, you know what? This is a soap opera. Let's make this Let's make this a soap opera on cinema. And so, since then, we've had these ridiculous things where these characters go through amnesia and, you know, you know like these ridiculous things that all link these movies together and stuff. And that's what someone here has tried to do because this felt more like an extended X-Files episode than it did a movie. Like, this didn't- Honestly, the dinosaurs may as well have not been in this movie at all. Like, at all. And that whole thing with the little girl being a clone, I was like, oh my, this is so lazy and 
not effective. Yeah. Speaking of lazy and not effective, the main villain, like yeah. the, the the helper dude, he's the executor of the estate. Yeah. Could he be a more bland, forgettable character if he tried? Uh, I actually don't think I could care less about that villain. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he could be more bland. <laughs> Just a nothing character. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Ted Levine's not great on the island as that baddie. Especially, like, this is a guy who's he, played one of the all-time head? great baddies in Buffalo Bill from Sons of the Holy Lamb. shit, that was Buffalo Bill? Yeah, man. Holy shit. That's Buffalo Bill. The actual, as people often forget, the actual bad guy, yeah, Sons of the Lambs. Yeah. I mean, gee, at least he got paid, I'm sure. <laughs> Good on you, Ted Levine. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the baddies in this film is that, for me, like, once they get on the- I was already disinterested. And once they get on the boat, and then eventually to the mansion, I had- Zero interest in this film. I come to Jurassic Park for dinosaurs. They spent 90% of this movie hiding from guys with guns. The dinosaurs had nothing to do with it. Like, Mm. when they're on the boat, you know, like, the only interaction they really have with the T-Rex, for example, is when they have to take its blood. And it's trapped in this tiny truck. And there's no tension or anything built. What made the first Jurassic Park so brilliant is that even though they have this huge area, this entire island- they're still trapped. And when they removed it all from that environment and firstly put them in a tiny boat and then put them in a mansion in a basement effectively, you, you lose all that tension because you're like, well, mate, you could just leave the mansion if you want. <laughs> like, you're actually fine. Like, there's no, there is no tension here. You're yeah. not trapped. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of them taking blue, this is like my biggest gripe with the last film. Something I just will not forgive any of these films for is that the Raptors in Jurassic Park are among the great screen villains. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. And they're- Growing up with them, they were terrifying. Yes. That's the moment- in the kitchen. Exactly. The moment in the last film that they turned them into something that was tame and could be controlled, I was like, no. Yeah. Like, that can work in cinema. Terminator 2. Yeah. You can, you can do that switch up. Doesn't work here. No. And no, Raptors should be- terrifying yeah yeah i mean like i said at the start i i'm not big into that whole kind of military thing like for me that that whole like weaponizing dinosaurs selling them on the black market i don't i couldn't give a crap about that that's just nothing to me it's just i don't care for it but and that's a personal opinion i'm sure there are some people who maybe even prefer this to the first jurassic park i don't know you, you're an go animal and, if you feel that get way yourself checked <laughs> but, out, but-, <laughs> but you know that's a personal opinion that's you know but that's just me i just didn't care for the story but extending even beyond the the tame raptor there's a lot of just tame dinosaur in general like when they're when they're trapped down in that basement there yeah and chris pratt convinces oh, kind the- of domosaurus to help them out like yeah. he's bloody skippy or something yeah it's like here domey yeah. come run into this for me yeah and it's just like no yeah this is these yeah. were injured. Like you go back to again. You go back to Jurassic Park. They were wild animals. Yes, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. This movie, ninety percent of it, it's got nothing to do with the dinosaurs. They really may as well not be there because what they're hiding from is these guys with guns. <laughs> uh, so, as in the last film, and this was, I thought, an absolute error of the last film with the Indominus Rex. Oh yeah, Ugh. here we get Indoraptor. <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> and you know, because in, in, in Jurassic World, Chris Pratt has that line, you've got dinosaurs, wow, enough. Yeah. And it's like, he could be talking at the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, yes. That, and that continues here with the Indoraptor, which is this ultimate killing machine thing, which we see, uh, which kills people just yeah, absolutely. Descript- like, it, Indoraptor will kill anyone and will kill them real quick. Unless it's one of our heroes, in which case, let's hope there's not a plastic log in the way because that will be an obstacle it cannot overcome. I mean- Or unless it's a child in a bed, yeah, in which case, rather yeah. than killing them like this- It's, it's going to reach its claw out and do like an and alien- Give it just type. enough time for Chris Pratt and his pet raptor to turn up. <laughs> Speaking of our heroes being fine, why, why are the bad guys leaving them alive? Oh, our, our heroes. Yeah. Absolutely. Even I was like, you're like a Bond villain. Just kill them. I, at one point, they're in the cage and he says to his henchmen, oh, as far as everyone else knows, they died on the island. It's like, okay, well, so then kill, kill them. them then. Yeah. Don't leave them here to fuck shit up with your auction and let the dinosaurs loose. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just- I like Bryce Dallas Howard. I like Bryce Dallas Howard in general. I like, yeah, same. I like her in general. And if the very best thing we get out of this franchise is that she at least gets to do a little bit of work, I'm happy for that. I'm fine if that's the best thing we get out of this. I don't think her or Chris Pratt get- Oh, they're, they're phoning this. They phoned this in. Oh, I mean, how else could you, exactly. how else could you approach it? You, you look at this script. I don't like, see it as phoning in. I, like, honestly, what they do in this movie is miraculous when you think about it. <laughs> like, if you were given the words on this page, uh, how did you feel about the score in the film? Because as we know, Jurassic Park famously has one of the great scores of all time. Which they still borrow pre- plenty in these they last couple They do borrow it. Uh, second week in a row that we've had a film scored by Michael Giacchino. And this was way worse than Incredibles 2. I didn't <laughs> like the score in this film. I don't, to be honest, I, other than when you hear the Jurassic Park music. Yeah. I can't really remember much of it. Yeah. It's not memorable. I just, there are plenty of bits too where I just didn't think that it added to the action or emotion. And that's that's really what a score is there to do, is to value add. <laughs> like, Yeah. And I didn't feel that. It was like background music. Let's talk visuals for a sec. Because, I mean, Jurassic Park has been- all over the place in his visuals when you look at the franchise. Like, the first Jurassic Park was not only groundbreaking, it still holds up today when you look- Like, what they did there with the blend of animatronics and stop motion and CGI is phenomenal and it looks good. And then I think, was it the- I mean, you watched them last week. Is it Lost World where it starts to look terrible? When did they go full CG and it was- I know that certainly Jurassic Park 3 doesn't look great. There's But there's still a lot of- practicals in Jurassic Park 3, they're just not good. They're just not good. Like the, the mouth of the Spinosaurus <laughs> when we meet it, it's like a rubber toy. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Like it's really up and down. Um, I thought the visuals were m- stronger in this than in some of the others. I thought for the most part, like the dinosaurs themselves looked good. Yeah, there was some dinosaur stuff I looked good uh, that I thought looked good. But so often it's accompanied by so much other crap. Yeah. There was only one shot in the film where I thought it was really, really bad, which is when there's the, like, the explosion in the mansion and that velociraptor kind of runs out the door with the flames and stuff. And to me, that looked like bad stop motion. That was really bad. (laughs) Because the, yeah, as much as I think the the Indoraptor is, is stupid- it's it's well realized at least. It is, yeah. And his motion is good and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nothing no beef with that. Yeah. 
one of the, one of the great things again. This is just the theme of the episode. But going back to Jurassic Park, and this got completely thrown out with Jurassic World, is that so much of Jurassic Park is shown from a human perspective. Yeah, the 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 T Rex attack on the car is a great example of this. Yeah. We don't have a virtual camera whizzing around showing all this stuff. You see the T Rex from car level. Yeah. And the thing's huge and terrifying. So you get that scale and scope. I don't believe the paleo veterinarian is a real job. I think you could be right. I don't think so. Although we don't live in a world where there was an actual Jurassic Park. Yes, I feel like it's, you know, in this universe, sure. It's but she's never even seen a dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, paleozoologist, maybe? Mm. Like, studier of- But paleo-veterinarian, when you've never even seen a dinosaur? Yeah. I yeah, that, that park closed at a really bad time for her, apparently. Because <laughs> it was like, graduated, park shut down. Yeah, no wonder she's wanting to save these dinosaurs. It's yeah. her only source of income. She probably doesn't give a shit about them. <laughs> she's probably the best character in the film. Yeah, I actually liked her a lot. Especially because she didn't like Franklin. Oh, yeah. So- She's got a good taste in people. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the ending then. I feel like we're kind of at the end now. What, <sighs> so, the dinosaurs are loose in North America. Yes. The dinosaurs are loose and- Well, not just North America. It's Jurassic World, remember? Quite right. Yeah. Um, yeah. They must be killing a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And we end with this ridiculous- Shot of them just driving down the highway, looking out at pterodactyls flying over the side. Like, it's a nice thing. <laughs> Whereas we know from Jurassic Park 3 that they will kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're animals. <laughs> Literally. Although, th- uh, uh, am I right in thinking films four and five in this series kind of pretended two and three didn't happen, didn't they? It would seem that way. Do they ever mention the second island? I don't believe so. They only talk about Island Uber. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that maybe this is continuing on from Jurassic Park 1 and not- I think I remember hearing that when, when Jurassic World came out, that it was a sequel to Jurassic Park. Right. Not Jurassic Park 4. It was ter- they did an even worse job than The Lost World. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I- The ending for this is the, the worst part of the entire- I hated this ending so much. I hated everything about it. I hated its big, stupid face. I just- I mean, for me, the, the thing about it is that it- it almost ruins the other movies for me, even this ending. Because what made Jurassic Park, the first one, so great is Michael Crichton, as an author, is so scientific in the way that he writes and he explained things, which even if they didn't technically make sense, as a viewer, you could, you believed it. So that first Jurassic Park, you can watch that and go, yeah, this could, this could be happening on an island in the middle of nowhere. Like this, could be happening right now. And what they've done now is this- We know that dinosaurs aren't roaming the world. So, now they've turned it into this completely fictional universe, which isn't our own. And that has just- It's- it's. I'll never forgive them for that. Mm. That's just ruined it for me because now we're watching a fantasy film. Yeah. Because I imagine if you were anything like me when we were kids and saw Jurassic Park, there's a part of you going- I could get to see a dinosaur one day. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You believe that, yeah, this this could be on island, you know, this could be happening. And now we just have to accept that, no, this is, this is no longer a science fiction film. This is pure fantasy now. And that really, really makes me sad. And I don't even know where they're going to go with a sequel to this. They're all over the world. What are they going to do? 
There's no tension to build. <laughs> yeah, what are they just off hunting? Is yeah. it is it Jurassic Safari? Yeah. <laughs> like and they've got this little girl with them. Are we going to continue to follow Jessica Chastain and are we going to continue with them? I just I just don't know, man. I don't know where they're going to go and I don't know if I care to see. Oh jeez, I don't. <laughs> no. And that's what makes me saddest of all because like I said, I've Always loved these movies, even if they've been garbage. Mm. And, this and now, just- much like Terminator, I'm just like, oh, please stop. Yeah. Just stop. So, all in all, what's your score? Three. Three out of ten. Yeah, I'm also a three. I was like, it's better than Justice League oh, for, yeah. for me. There, there's at least one or two decent action sequences. Like I said, I didn't mind the, the part on the island when they're trying to escape. For the last kind of 20 minutes, you've got that action scene in the mansion, a lot of which is crap, but there's some fun moments there. It is largely terrible. It's largely crap, but you've got at least a couple of minutes in that 20 minutes where you're like, well, that was fun, but yeah, not a good movie. I'm not going to recommend it. No. I mean- Just watch Jurassic Park. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Watch Jurassic Park instead. Yeah. How did you find it rewatching Jurassic Park this week? I also rewatched it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's still a 10 for me. I still, yeah, I like it. I don't give it a 10, but I do really like it. I know you don't, because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's us. What are we getting to next week? Next week, we have the sequel to Sicario, which was my maybe my favorite film of 20, when did it, was it 2015? Whichever year it came out. Sicario was maybe my favourite uh, film of that year. Right. Um, now, of course, this one's not directed by Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, So, right. I was like, oh, okay, well, here, okay, we'll see. But the, to be honest, the trailer's reasonably promising. Okay, quick question. Should I watch the first one before seeing the second one? You should watch the first one because it's <laughs> bloody excellent. Um, and I would think it would be helpful. Yeah, okay. All right. Maybe I'll check it out then. <laughs> Maybe I won't. Maybe that'll be more fun. Could be. Going blind like you did with Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the only thing that stood in the way of me giving The Last Key oh, an 8 out oh, of 10. If, yeah, if you'd understood what was going on. That's the only reason I gave it a 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about Soldado. Nice. Nice. Well, I'll trust your judgment and I'll, I'll look forward to it. I know nothing about it. <laughs> All right, so that's us for this week. If you want to help support the show and get some cool extra stuff, you can, you know, there's behind the scenes, full extra episodes, early episodes, and you can even tell us what to watch. You can check that out at patreon.com forward slash we watch the thing. If you want to just get in touch with us, you can do that at we watch the thing.com or at we watch the thing at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at we watch the thing. Happy movie watching, everyone. Oh.